Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and we are at the start of the season after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer together in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. We've come to... We've come to a crossroads here at this time of year. We're, we have moved through the seasons of the major festivals of the Christian Church and into the season now after Pentecost. And during the season after Pentecost, the assigned readings for worship will now split into two paths. The first path follows the lead of the gospel and selects Old Testament and psalm readings according to the themes that emerge from this gospel reading. For example, in this week's gospel from Matthew chapter 9, we will hear Jesus tell the Pharisees to go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. The first reading that we will hear in worship will be from the prophet Hosea, where the prophet reminds Israel that God's steadfast love, faithfulness, and mercy are what is at the heart of a relationship between God and God's people, and at the heart of the relationship between all of God's people. So, a relationship with God is not about the continuing offering of sacrifices in the way and manner that the pagan world around them might go about that business. This was the reading that we had yesterday. The psalm for this week will amplify this theme as well. So following the track of these assigned readings, these thematic readings, we should expect this week to spend some time pondering the many ways that Jesus shows us God's steadfast love and mercy for us, and not God's ongoing demand for sacrifices. The other path separates the Old Testament readings in Psalm from the Gospel, and allows us to follow the storylines that emerge in the Old Testament in a semi-continuous way. This year, we have the option to follow the story of Abraham and Sarah. If we were to follow the semi-continuous path, we would expect that when we gather for worship on Saturday evening and Sunday morning, 
that the story of what God is doing in calling Abraham and Sarah would come to the forefront, and we might look to see how Jesus fulfills the promise of this calling in Jesus' own mission in the world. Now, like all paths, we must choose one and follow it. We can only choose one to place at the center of our worship each and every week. And this summer, this season after Pentecost, we are going to follow the more thematic path that's set out by following the Gospel readings. But that doesn't mean that we can't also explore both paths during these services of morning prayer. So throughout this season after Pentecost, on Tuesdays and on Thursdays, we will tend to the story of God choosing and calling Abraham and Sarah, and Abraham and Sarah's faithfulness to that calling, a calling that simply believes what the Lord has said and acts accordingly. And so our Tuesday and Thursday journey with God, Abraham and Sarah, begins this morning with a story from Genesis chapter 12, the story that starts it all. In this story, notice how God chooses Abraham with a promise that forms the basis of the covenant that the Lord will make with Abraham and with the whole world. Listen for how many times the words blessed or blessing are used and how they sum up what we receive from entering by faith into this relationship with God. And finally, see how everyone's life is changed by simply hearing God's promise and then getting up to go as the Lord directs to the place where the Lord directs. This is Abraham's example of faith that is so foundational to our faith in God, our faith in the gospel. The basis of his righteousness is this relationship to God that is formed by God saying and promising and Abraham trusting, believing, and doing. But there's more here. It may be just as important for us today where we find ourselves in the 21st century, is God's promise to Abraham and Sarah that all the blessings that we human beings seek for us and for our children will come to us as a gracious gift of God and not from the blessing and benefits of human technology, culture, or civilization. We will discover in this story of Abraham and Sarah's calling a calling to faithfulness to the one true God that turns them away from the lure of the emerging civilizations around them. While this is a call into a special relationship with God, we can't ignore that this is also a call away from the rising civilizations of Mesopotamia and into their own way of creating life in God. And so, we begin this path in this story with the call of Abram. Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, And the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. 
Abram took his wife, Sarai, and his brother's son, Lot, and all the possessions that they had gathered, and all the persons whom they had acquired in Haran. And they set forth to go to the land of Canaan. When they had come to the land of Canaan, Abraham passed through the land to the place at Shechem, the oak of Moreh. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved on to the hill country on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord, and invoked the name of the Lord. And Abraham journeyed on by stages toward the Negev. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, for you to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for nomads, for migrants, for immigrants, for those making journeys, for all who work to bring about peace and international harmony. for those who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen.
Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. And the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.